After a night out of investigating a series of demonic attacks across Washington, D.C., Gabriel Abraham, known throughout the world as Abraham the Devil Hunter, returns to his workplace called the Revelation Center. Entering his office area, as his fellow partners have also went out into their own investigations, Abraham read through a series of files laid out on his desk, ranged from poltergeist activities in the suburban area to folklore figures, showing up in many areas across the country. This is just too much to deal with at one time, Abraham said. He looked over to another file, which was called The Mystery of the Mutant Thing. Grabbing his attention, he opened the file and started reading what was within. Upon there, he recognized some of the locations that were written down of the mutant thing's possible whereabouts. This isn't too far from here. Turning through the pages of the file, Abraham heard the front door open. He raised his head, looking to see who came in. Upon not seeing anyone, he left his office and walked out into the lobby. Unable to find anyone standing around, he chose to return to his office, and upon doing so, he saw a man standing behind his desk, reading the files of the mutant thing. Who are you? The man looked up at Abraham and nodded. I'm Travis Vale. Some call me the Spirit Seeker. Why are you here, Mr. Vale? I am here on the case of the mutant thing mystery, and I happened to hear your place was nearby. So I figured you would have some information regarding the mystery, and it appeared to be true. This file you have here pretty much has all the information I need. If you needed information, you could have went somewhere else, or even called me let me know you were coming. That is not my style, Abraham. I appear out of nowhere as the wind blows and as it goes. They all placed the file back onto his desk and walked over toward Abraham. For the best, I can ask that both of us work together on this mystery in order to discover its truth. Abraham thought to himself while Vale patiently waited for an answer. I can assist you in this mystery, Mr. Vale. I appreciate it. So we just go off into this dark wilderness? Abraham asked. No, 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 no. We go to London first. Well, why London? Well, let's see. I have a friend over there who can give us a helping hand. Entering London... At the brink of day, Abraham and Vale walked through the, the city for hours on end, with Abraham mostly following Vale around. Why are we here, exactly? Abraham asked. We're here to meet someone who can help us further in this mystery. They're in the same field as both of us. They approached the law firm and chose to enter the building. Within, Vale walked toward the front desk, speaking with the receptionist while Vale just gazed around the interior of the area. Sensing the small presence of spirits lurking about. Me and a friend are here to see Miss Cindy Lawson. Is she here right now? Sorry, but she left about an hour ago. She did, Vale said to himself. Thank you anyhow. Vale walked over to Abraham, seeing him circling his head around the room. Vale tapped him on the shoulder to get his attention. I know what you're doing. It's best to keep it to yourself for a little while. Until we find our partner out here. You can feel the spirit in this place, huh? And you can tell it's not benevolent. I'm aware of that, which is why we have to leave this place now. Leaving the law firm, the two walked down the streets of London. Passing by the Big Ben, as most people do, Vell stopped and stared at the tower for a moment, while Abraham looked at him and puzzled it between him and the tower. What is it? Abraham asked. It's here. What about here? What's over here that's important to this case? 
This is where she'll be tonight. Alright, man. Who, who is she? Our helping hand. We'll come back here at nightfall. And, our, and she'll be here. Trust me. They waited until the night had fallen over London. And when night came, the moon brightly above the city, Bill and Abraham returned to the Big Ben with Vale staring upwards toward the tower. And yet in the far distance, he could see somebody standing atop the tower, gazing over the city. And there she is. Uh, okay, may I ask who this woman is? Cinderella. Vale chuckled. Cinderella, as in the fairy tale Cinderella. Not a possibility. Vale turned to Abraham with a smirk on his face. You hunt demons for a living. I send spirits to the other side. And you mean to tell me that Cinderella doesn't exist? Yet the world doesn't have any belief in these things we hunt down and eliminate. I see your point there, but how could this be a reality? I mean, how could she even get up there in the first place? She has her ways, Abraham. She can tell you more about it than I can. Up on the ledge of the Big Ben, Cinderella herself looked down around the city of London, monitoring if any threats lingering. She gazed down, and from the distance she could see Vel and Abraham standing. What is he doing here? Cinderella wondered. She jumped down from the tower, using her coat to glide herself through the air before landing in front of Vel and Abraham in a gesturing fashion. I never knew you could do that, Vel said. Well, the coat is made of some materials that allow me to do such a thing. I know you're going to ask me why I'm here, and I will tell you why. Then tell me. Me and Abraham here need your help on a small case that we're working on together. Abraham, as in Abraham the Devil Hunter? You've heard of me. The words that surround your hunt for demons goes a long way. Inspired some of us to become just like you. Others deemed you just crazy and psychotic with doing such a thing. So I've been told. Alright, so then what is this case that the two of you are working on exactly? The mystery of the mutant thing, Vale said. Ever heard of it? I was mentioned it once in the office for some kind of teenage joke. But the disappearance of it made it prove to be more than just a joke. This dark wilderness location, you know where it is? Does it even exist? It exists, Cinderella said. I've been there before on some matters concerning the supernatural. Where is this wilderness, Cindy? Vale asked. In Canada, within the Ontario province. Around some city called Metropolis? That's right. Uh, thank you for the information, Abraham said. I'm going along with you guys in this. Okay, I knew this would happen, Vale gestured. This is why I agreed to a poor coming to you. Why would you want to come along with us anyway, Abraham asked. Because I only know where the wilderness is. Other than that, I know someone who lives around the city who can give the three of us a better way of handling the area. All right, Cindy, who is this person you have in mind? Vale asked. Had both of you ever heard of the Creed of Swords? I've done some studies upon it. Only to know it's considered a legend. One's doing an investigation, Vale gestured. Why? Because the one who will help us is the one we'll need. Plus, he's a mentor of mine. They traveled across the Atlantic Ocean in their own fashion way, reaching Metropolis, entering the city at the time of night, walking through it. Upon there, they saw several police cars chasing a pair of criminals down the streets. Never been to this place, Vale said. Is it like this all the time? Pretty much, Cinderella answered. You should be here at any moment. Who will be here? Abraham asked with curiosity. They gazed around the streets from corner and appeared a Roman black silver vehicle 
which sped toward them and passed them by. What was that? Abraham wondered. My mentor, Cinderella smiled. From the car jumped out the sword man, dressed in his hooded cloak and Kevlar suit, lashed himself onto the top of the criminal's vehicle, breaking the hood window and pulling the driver out before the jumping off as it rammed itself into the tree near the sidewalk. Cinderella, Vell, and Abraham proceeded to walk toward the scene, though not with much haste, yet they were in a hurry. Stepping closer, they witnessed the sword man interrogating the criminal as the other one was knocked out on the sidewalk, unconscious from the crash. Where is fear? The sword man asked. I don't know, the criminal responded. You work for her. You know where she is. She never tells us anything, especially when it concerns locations. When you wake up, make sure she knows I'm coming for her. Wait, what are you? The sword man headbutted the criminal, knocking him out. He turned around, seeing Cinderella, Vale, and Abraham walking toward him. Cindy, the sword man nodded. Why are you here? These two men need your help on the case they're solving. Travis Vale and Gabriel Abraham? How do you know of us? Vale asked. Cindy, the sword man said. I've studied your works, and I'm aware of what the two of you do for a living, and how much you put into it. This is something I never expected to happen, Abraham said to himself. Why do you need my help, Vale? We're looking for a place known as the Dark Wilderness. It's supposed to contain the mutant thing according to its legendary mystery. The mutant thing is real, the sword man declared. You know, Cinderella asked him. I've encountered the creature a few times in some of my novice investigations. It's a creature man should not tamper with. We would prefer to see the creature firsthand before we come to our own terms and own conclusions, Abraham noted. I understand your meaning. But very well, I will lead you to the dark wilderness. If you cannot handle the creature yourselves, I will accompany you. Well, what are we waiting for? Vale said. Leading the way, mythological man. The sword man ignored Vale's sayings. Get in the car. What car? Abraham asked, looking around the streets. Not seeing any vehicle. From behind the sword man appeared the assassin, or what the civilians call the rapid dagger. They get into the car. Surprised to see that it fits up to four individuals, surprisingly. The sword man drove off from the area. They entered the dark wilderness, and the sword man stood guard, removing his sword out of his sheath, ready for a fight, if necessary. Cinderella was also prepared. They all walked through the, rim, the wilderness, reminiscent of past times, entering a similar wilderness, as he encountered the normal druids, ranging from adults to children. Make sure you're on edge, the sword man told him. Prepare yourselves for anything. From the trees, something moved past them, rumbling the ground beneath their feet and shaking the trees. Earthquake? Abraham asked. No. It's the creature. It's making itself known. That's rather quick, Vale gestured. From the ground, began to shake. And from beneath it arose the mutant thing itself, roaring toward them with anger. The creature was covered in roots, dirt, and grass. The swordman and Cinderella were prepared to face the creature as Vail and Abraham stood by and watched. Vail reached into his pocket and pulled out his ritual book while staring at the creature. Seems the mystery has been solved, Vail said. If the creature makes any move to attack, you'll send it back into the ground, Vail. The swordman said, I will do so, swordman. Trust me. The mutant thing roared to swipe his arms toward the swordman and Cinderella. They moved out of his path quickly to avoid the attack. The swordman jumped above the creature, slashing it with his sword. As Cinderella kicked the creature and delivered a small series of blows to its back and chest, 
Abraham raised his hand up in the air. As Vale did the same thing. I got this, Vale said. He started reading from the book, slowly sending the mutant thing back into the ground. The creature fought back, but with Abraham attacking the creature with holy water and chanting words alongside a veil. They worked together, and through their working together, they sent the creature back into the ground. And after that was over with, they left the dark wilderness. The mystery was over. The following days, Abraham and Vail continued to meet at the Revelation Center concerning cases the two were working on. During one meeting, the door is opened and entered a man who was only known as Papa Afterlife. What are you doing here? Abraham asked. I am here on urgent information that concerns the two of you. What kind of urgent information? Vail wondered. Because we're listening. I have a plan to bring together people such as yourself to combat a common malevolent threat that will bring the earth to its very foundation. Vail and Abraham approached after life, and they nodded. Explain away, Vail gestured. The call has been summoned, and the group is being formed.